with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The time has come. Matt's got a couple of kids. Um, they've decided, they made a family decision that that's probably good. Probably good. It is good. Yeah, it is good. Too late now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friday was the big day. Yeah. It was a vasectomy day, Presley. Congratulations. Thank you. Anyways, I'm nervous going in there. No kidding. And like, you know, you try to be tough. Like, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll get some time in the waiting room to compose myself. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, come into this room. Yeah. I fig- I find out that I'm the fifth Matt of the day to get his vasectomy. All right. And the 16th per- man right. that day. Okay. Anyways, you get in there and you're like, okay, they got, they play our sister station, yeah. the Chuck. Okay. Which is nice. All right. They got, they got sports on the TV. All right. And I'm like, okay, they'll put me in a gown. Right. Nope. They're like, drop your pants. Okay. I'm like, do you want me to take them off? Nope. Keep them around your ankles. <laughs> and they, they water you back to like this saw-like bed. Yeah. It's like a B movie. Uh-huh. It's not that bad. All right. But then they're like, okay, just lean back and then sit down and then like, okay, shuffle back. And next thing you know, we're prepping. Things are happening. Yeah. All right. They take my thunder. Yeah. And they alligator clip it to my shirt. All right. I'm like, is this standard? They're like, oh, yeah, just so we make sure everything's out of the way. Yeah. And then the no, doctor. we only do this with the small ones. <laughs> what do you <laughs> No, I figure the small, the small ones wouldn't have to be knocked out of the way at all. Right, right. At least I'm alligator clip worthy. <laughs> Anyways. And then the doctor comes in and he looks like, oh, this is going to be a tough one. Right. And I'm already in the headspace like, yeah, of course you are. And then I'm like, are you serious? He's like, no, not at all. It'll be fine. (laughs) He was just joking. He's taking jokes. He's like, and then it's time for the freezing. He says, it's going to feel like a rubber band. Right. I've never had a more apt description. Right. He's like, snap, snap, snap. You have three little needles on each side. Yeah. Like, whack, whack, whack. And he, Ooh. <laughs> it's the most, that's the most unpleasant bit. Yeah. Would you that think? and when he's yeah. crochet hooking your vase. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they only have like, there's a one little itty bitty hole. Yeah. And they, they kind of like moves it over to one side. Yeah. And then moves it over to the other. Yeah. Grabs your vase. Yeah. Pinches it off. Yeah. Bing, bang, boom, you're off to go. He said I did have a very slippery vase on my left side. Yeah. Well, I've always thought of you as a slippery vase. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, they're like, okay, see you later. Pat on the butt. You're out. That was it. (laughs) That was it. That was it. It was it. When when I I mentioned when they kind of do that crochet hook thing on your vase, you feel like a little bit like Pinocchio. Like, did your leg kind of lift a little bit when they were yanking on you? Like, I didn't know what to do with my hands. Right. <laughs> I was like, ugh. I was like, you know when newborn babies just kind of like swing their arms around? That was me during this whole thing. I was like, ugh. I think Presley wants this bit to end. <laughs> I am learning so much right now, and I don't think I needed this No, you didn't. You did didn't. No, you didn't. No, okay, no, good. You didn't. You and you're like, you're so relieved after it's done. You're like, okay, okay, now I get to the recovery. That drive home, Yeah. I was tense. I was as stiff as a piece of steel on that car. Getting an accident? Yeah, and every single bounce (laughs) as the freezing wears off. Like, (laughs) I did the hands again. (laughs) But then I get home. I lay down on the couch. Yeah, my wife and kids were pretty good. They pampered me. Yeah. Yeah, don't sit on dad's lap today. Oh yeah, I still I'm not allowed to lift 15 pounds for the next seven days. Really. Yep. Well, must be nice. Yeah, can't lift you. Yeah, no, you got that right. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. it. And like today, I'm feeling pretty. It's like just like 
I got kicked there, and I have lingering soreness. Yeah. And it's it's from the dog. It's his fault, because he's grabbed my you-know-what. <laughs> like, he's a man on a mission. <laughs> they had a lot to do that. They did. Day. Exactly. So how long did it take from start to finish? 15 minutes. Okay. And it was done. Well, that's good, right? Like, you don't want that kind of stuff to last seven hours. No. <laughs> Thank good. And my sister-in-law had a C-section this weekend, and welcome to baby. But I'm like, no. You know what the real priority is? <laughs> me. <laughs> why is nobody talking about me? I, I know why they're not talking. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, talking about the weekend, uh, the Gord Bamford show out in Thorsby, my hometown, was fantastic. Sold out uh, crowd at the Arctic Spas Recreation Complex. It was fantastic. What a great night. Gord put on a great show. His band is as good as it gets, and it was awesome. Um and then uh, yesterday, the Run Wild event out in St. Albert. How was that? Oh, my gosh. So uh, there's thousands of runners that take place in these 5, 10. They, they've got the uh, the half marathons that they run. Of course, the weather wasn't great. You know, was, I thought it was good running weather. Well, it's cool. it was kind of windy, though, right? It was, oh, yeah. It was pretty, it's been windy nonstop. And so then they have this the marathon run that they do with uh, 850 kids. They had 400 some last year, 850 kids from all these different schools uh, compete in this in this uh, this little mini run they do at the very end. So myself and Grant Fedoric, who's uh, from Leading Edge uh, Physio, and his wife Heidi, who run this whole thing and put this thing together for the Zebra Foundation, which is amazing. Uh, these 850 kids all run in these different groups. There's eight different groups that run. Okay, so typically, what happens with these groups is that. Uh, you got to kind of kill time in between one group going and the next group going. Sure. The kids are getting impatient and the parents are getting impatient and the teachers are getting impatient. And so one thing led to another, and I know Matt hates these things, but this happened. We started to let these kids tell jokes. Oh, the worst. And I am telling you, it was the best. These kids were telling jokes. They'd come up to the, the side of the stage and we had microphones and uh, Grant was cute because Grant kept asking them their jokes before he let them tell their jokes. Of course, I'm just letting them tell their jokes. <laughs> he did the right thing. <laughs> kind of had the five-second delay on the jokes. I'm sure some of the jokes were borderline. <laughs> there was a couple, right? But the, but literally, I would say 90% of those jokes, they had the, like, the parents were laughing, we were laughing, and every kid had a joke. They started to push up against the fence. It kind of looked like that crowd that was trying to get in the watch party. <laughs> and, and then we'd be like, okay, kids, you got to go run. None of them wanted to run. They, they just all, want to tell jokes. They all wanted to tell their joke. Chris has got a new bit now. Yeah. If they, everything's delayed, he's like, oh, somebody get on stage to tell a joke. <laughs> it was so funny. So shout out to those kids. I told uh, Grant, I said, next year, to heck with the run. Just let 850 kids all tell a joke and, you know. Yeah, that sounds like a blast. Call it a day. It was. You had to be there. They, I guess so. They nailed the jokes. And if your son was telling that joke, you'd loved it. Fair. Right? Because my son, my son would tell the best jokes. Yeah. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Yeah. He'd like. How long? How many jokes do you think got told? I would say 50 or 60. Oh, that's a lot of jokes. Yeah. Did, were, and then, like, they were all good. They sent them off, all laughing. There was one little guy who was kind of talking like this, and he said, "What was his joke? He was like, why, why did Indiana Jones cross the road?" And I said, "Why?" And he said, "Because he was looking for his asshole." <laughs> <laughs> what? And I, I said, "Pardon?" And his mom said, "His lasso." <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack Michaels from the Euler play-by-play. I don't know. 6.30 Chad. 
unit. We'll call it a unit. Team. That's right. Joins us right now. He's back from <laughs> Vegas. Listen, what a win. What a win. Uh, it, you know, I can't even imagine leaving that a rink. First of all, wouldn't you like to have just left, uh, you know, walking beside Evander Kane when you left that rink, like strutting your stuff, you know? Well, I mean, he does bring a certain swagger, and I, I think a lot of uh, a lot of Las Vegans left that rink 20 minutes. I mean, that game was over early, and Edmonton did exactly what it had to do following, you know, a, a tough game. I, I think, you know, both teams had a layoff heading into game one, and I, I just don't think the Oilers adjusted very well to it. And what they did in game one was exactly what they needed to do is take the crowd out of it early and, and let the Golden Knights know that this was not going to be their night. I mean, that that game was over 10 minutes in, and it starts with the best player in the world, and it's backed up by the second best player in the world. All he's done is got six goals in this, in this series. And, and Connor McDavid, you know, who's had kind of a – for him, I guess you could say uh, an under-the-radar type of playoffs. Everyone's been talking about a great Leon Dreisaitl and Evan Bouchard have been. All Connor McDavid has done is do something that no one has done in the history of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Hmm. And, and that includes some great Oilers, including the greatest player of all time in Wayne Gretzky. He now has two streaks in his career where he's had six straight multi-point games. And I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. Gretzky had to do that. He had 47 points one year. He never did. Uh, McDavid did seven straight multi-point games last year. He's backed it up with six in a row heading into the night. And so, you know, in case anyone is saying, well, McDavid's been kind of quiet, you might want to remind him of that fact. It's, uh, it's exactly the kind of performance Edmonton needed. Wow. Yeah, no, it it really was. It was and if fun, like you say, uh, you know, Oiler fans traveled. They were there. I, I can't even imagine uh, how much fun it would have been to to be there and and watch that. And uh, you know, when this team comes home tonight, it is going to be incredible. The welcome they get and uh, uh, the the pick me up that not that they necessarily need after the last game, but uh, uh, you know, the crowd and uh, the city is just gonna gonna help make a difference too. Well, I think, you know, again, and we talked about this last year during the run, Edmondson is well represented on the road. I mean, the noise you heard in the building throughout the game was probably the 2,000 Oiler fans that were there. And and trust me, I was swimming amongst them, especially, <laughs> you know, trying to get to those games. I know you've been down there for regular season games, the tailgate parties and stuff that go on, and you're surrounded by your Oiler brethren. Well, you know, just magnify that about five times in the playoffs. Remember, you know, game two is on a Saturday. So a lot of Oilers fans just extended their weekend. And, and you know, the NHL, I don't think, did the Oilers any Oilers fans any favor by the late switch. But, you know, it was it was a great scenario uh, to have so many Oilers fans down there. And, and certainly, uh, I, I think tonight is, is just going to be, you know, a celebration. And it should be. I mean, this is... This is what you live for. This is this is kind of why you're in this city because no other city in North America does a home game like the Edmonton Oilers. And I think the fact that the weather is going to pick back up, uh, we had a little bit of a lull over the weekend. It's supposed to be nice tonight. It, it's going to be. It's going to make for an awesome atmosphere. Just awesome. Yeah. Well, and the, the, you know they'll be very excited because Shania Twain. Uh, 
confessed, confessed her love to the orders on the weekend too with her order jersey on so now we know well that was the smartest thing she's done <laughs> you got that right <laughs> and if i happen to get in a fight in the outside the building i'm gonna work the body just like kane <laughs> no kidding how about those liver shots I mean, yeah. no one's gone to the body better than that since rocky balboa remember when he lifted clever lang up off the canvas oh yeah 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 and then there was that poor vegas lady that gave kane the finger and of course she was uh, double fingers and uh, he was blowing the kiss and uh, yeah yeah she didn't she didn't realize how much her life would change with that <laughs> one I little mean, meme you just yeah, gotta watch I, out i was gonna say you know i i've heard you know someone being maimed uh, she has memed herself the rest of her life. Yeah. I, well, I don't know whether you recover from that, but we'll, we'll see. My my daughter works for the orders, and, and she's actually the one that created that meme. I've never been more proud of my daughter in my life, and that's that's crazy to say, but, you know, just so proud. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. I, I was going to say, you don't envision that for your kids, you no. know, when you're cradling them. You have that first conversation with them in the nursery, you know, once... You know, you kind of walk away and, like, you'll say, hey, you know, we, yeah. we won't tell mom certain things and this is how things are going to do, right? <laughs> but you don't necessarily think, hey, 25 years from now, yeah. you are going to change a middle-aged woman's life. <laughs> <laughs> I, Man, that lady changed her whole life. I, I can, yeah, I can tell you that uh, ten minutes after my daughter was born, I went to Mill uh, Mill Millwoods Town Center and got her an order uh, jammies to wear. So, you know, it was it was destined to happen. But I never saw the middle finger meme thing happening. Uh, Jack, go orders go tonight. You'll call the game on our sister station six thirty, Chad, and uh, it'll be a good one down at Rogers Place. Thanks for joining us. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, it's quick draw time. We've got Lynn and Terry on the line. They're about to play for Alabama tickets. Alabama's coming to the Calgary Stampede on July 8th, and one of you ladies is going to be there. How does that sound? That great. All right, nice. Okay, so you sound fairly similar, so please say your name at the end of your answer. Uh, we've got uh, Matt and Presley here to be the judges, and we'll see how it goes, all right? Okay, sounds okay. good. All right, best of five. Something that is blue that starts with a letter O. Octopus, Terry? Yeah, you can have blue octopuses. Can you? Yeah, okay. sure. Okay. Terry's in one there. Uh, yeah, who knows, I guess. <laughs> I did watch, uh, what was that show My called? Octopus Teacher? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just help the stupid octopus. That was amazing. All right, question number two. A board game that starts with a letter R. Risk. Lynn. Who said risk? Lynn said risk Lynn. first. Oh. Okay. We're tied up. Tied at one apiece. Something made of metal that starts with the letter K. Hey. <sighs> what do you eat with? Nice. 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 <laughs> <laughs> she, oh, got, got the pressure. she got the right answer, then she got the wrong answer. Okay, who was that? <laughs> who said knife? That was Lynn. Who said knife and then fork? Okay. All right, Lynn. Lynn. All right. Okay, Terry, you got a blocker here, okay? Okay. A menu item that starts with the letter G. Goat cheese, Terry. All right. Yeah, you can eat goat cheese. Absolutely. Love a good goat cheese. All right. And for the Alabama tickets at the Calgary Stampede, things you buy for kids that start with the letter F. With F? 
Yeah. F. Foam. Terry, fun foam. Lynn, what did you say? Foam? I said foam. Fun foam. Oh. Yeah, you can buy foam for your kids. Yeah, that's a thing. I grew up with that. <laughs> well, the kid on the show said it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who said foam? It was Lynn. Lynn. All right, Lynn, uh, you win. Terry, you really battled hard. Uh, That's okay. Enjoy. That was a tough one. Good job, Terry. Yeah, play. you can play the rest of the week. Congratulations, Lynn. You're going to okay, Alabama. Bye. Awesome. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. This is the and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, we're going to do a update. Kissin' Love Court. To a Kissin' Love Court from last week. Our buddy Kelly, who's the big wig at United Sport and Cycle, but uh, more importantly, he's married to Dara, who works here at the radio station. She came in last week all stressed out, saying, oh my gosh, the hockey game got moved to Saturday night. We've got tickets to Shania. I bought these tickets for Kelly for Christmas, had this huge plan of uh, going out for this romantic uh, meal. they got the 25th anniversary coming up this year, so want to do something real special. But Kelly is such a big Oiler fan. What are we going to do? How did it go? on uh, Saturday night, and the man, the myth, the legend, Kelly, is with us. Oh, it, it couldn't have been more ideal. I, I mean, we headed down to the Ice District about 4 o'clock, took in some festivities, went across the street to Boston Pizza, settled in and watched the game, and game was well in hand. I mean, I, I, yeah. I reached out to Connor and Leon and said, guys, you can make this really easy on me. Why don't you go ahead and go up by 5? <laughs> yeah. That way, if I need to leave a little bit early, I... Rest assured, the game's in hand, and yeah, they just came through. They they both texted me after, said, "You're welcome." Wow, <laughs> who would have ever thought that they yeah. would care that much about you and your relationship and saving it? What a night at the Hodgson House! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> it was uh, it was a lot of fun for sure. And, yeah, uh, and then yeah, Schneid, uh purposely let the uh, the order game finish. And came on stage a little bit late. It was just oh, the stress in the situation was non-existent. Non-existent, was absolutely perfect. Okay, yeah. and your wife would feel the same way. She had a good night. Oh, she had a great night. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, she was right side by side. Of course, uh, you know, she loves uh, the antics when the orders are playing, and uh, for me to be able to jump out of my chair five times and. <laughs> do a little celebration dance. I mean, she couldn't be more proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very proud, I'm sure, <laughs> of you wearing your Oilers stuff to the Shania show. Um, okay, and Shania, real quick, because we're giving away tickets in under an hour to the to the November 12th show. How was it? It was, you know, I, lots been made about um, it's, it's not very good. She doesn't sing a whole bunch. Yeah. Too many new songs. But I don't know if I lowered my expectation. I, I left thinking that's one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Yeah, okay. I, it was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, yeah. Good? Little Oilers jersey at the end. I mean, you want to you want to <laughs> find your way into my heart. You put an Oilers jersey on, and uh, she sang her last few songs. Of course, Darren I's wedding song is uh, is one that she sings. So we uh, yeah, we really. Oh my we, gosh! Uh, so it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect, Gary. Yeah, when she uh, she she reached out and said, "Hey, Kel, could I could I play your wedding song? I know it's your 25th anniversary this, this uh, year, so would you mind if I if I sang it?" And I was like, "That would be ideal." Let me tell you, your Rolodex is He's incredible. <laughs> Kelly is connected. Like, <laughs> First off, hold on. I got Connor texting me. Shania, could you hold on? Yeah, he's yeah. either connected or he's really full of it, and I think I know which one it is. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
Let's talk about this guy from Australia who eats raw chicken chicken wings or chicken drumsticks. 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 He went to a uh, shopping center in Adelaide. Yeah. And he decided he's a little famished. Yeah. So instead of going to the ready-made section where you can get some ready-made stuff or maybe a roasted chicken. Kind of makes sense. Roasted chook, as they would say in Australia. Yeah. He grabbed the drumsticks, purchased them, said thank you very much, and on his way out, started snacking. (laughs) Raw drumsticks. Now... I don't know if this is safe to do. I don't think it is. Salmonella. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. The man wasn't wearing shoes either, so he loves to live dangerously. <laughs> and I don't think he was under the influence. He was just... Uh, no, he was... He was he's just a naturalist, hungry. maybe? A naturalist? He was maybe. hankering for a, for a chicken wing or a chicken sure. drumstick. Okay. So our question this morning is, what do you like raw? I can start. I like a lot of things raw. I don't... I don't heat anything up. I mean, whatever. Raw beans out of the can. Raw soup. Like, not raw, but... You I mean, are meant to cold. live... I like cold. I like, like a hobo. I like cold soup. <laughs> I don't care. You know, like riding the rails, yeah. trash can fire, you and just a thing of baked beans. But we've talked about this before. My favorite raw thing are raw pancakes like the, that are like raw in the middle. Like, uh, that is a perfect pancake for me. If, you, if it's just, you know, just enough so that it's a formed pancake, but it's raw... I am all over that pancake. No, thank you. You know, there's eggs in many pancake batters. Yeah. It's not safe. I, you can drink eggs, like Sammy? raw eggs. You're not supposed to. Did you not see Rocky? Rocky did it. Rocky's not real. <laughs> <laughs> but he still did it. All right, what about you, uh, Presley? Uh, the only thing that I can really think of that I eat raw is ramen noodles. Okay. Like, you crunch them up in the bag, you throw, like, little chicken powder on there, and they're uh-huh. like a like a chicken chip. <laughs> they are. The crunch mm, and mm-hmm. the salt directly yes. to your veins. I don't mind them, actually. Like, yeah, when they're, they're crunchy like that, right? Yeah. Like, people put them on salads and things, don't sure. they? Without them being cooked? So I, I think, think so. so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, they do, for sure. I am a cooked man. Yeah. I don't do a lot of raw stuff. Yeah, he uses his sous vide. Oh, fancy. Very fancy. <laughs> um, I do remember that one story about the grandpa. When we were talking about grandpa moves, Yeah. well, he would, got so angry about the ground beef in his town. Right. So he'd go to the other town over and grab ground beef, yeah. but eat the whole thing on the way home. Right. Oh. Uncooked. <laughs> 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 I don't know about his crime. And Jack used to tell stories about her dad would have like yeah. little bits of the ground beef when he was yes, cooking it. Yes, that's right. Raw. What? Yeah, raw. Yeah. Eat it like a... Oh, raw cookie dough. Yeah. That's, that's good. good one. uh, those ones are coming in quick here at the mm-hmm. text line. Raw okay. cookie. And then thank you, Kristen, for saying, Matt, stop being a princess. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me for wanting my food cooked. <laughs> like I'm a princess. <laughs> yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, we're going to get to caller number 10. Oh, perfect. You are like one step closer to winning Shania Twain tickets. She's coming back in November, on November 12th, after her two great shows this weekend. You didn't happen to see them, did you? No, I didn't happen to see either of them. Okay, but you'd love to go in November. I sure would, yeah. So it's uh, close to my birthday. So. Okay, awesome. How old are you? I am 22. Okay, okay think about it for a second, did you? Yeah, all right, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, you're a ways away from this, but we, we need you to... Um, a, a great actor puts himself in the place of somebody else. Are you ready to go? Okay, I'm ready. So you've got to just be crazy um, descriptive with your sound effects here, okay, to the story that you're about to do. Okay. All right, so every time you can think of putting any kind of sound effect in, you put it in, that's your way to win the Shania tickets, okay? Okay. Here we go. My name is Matt DeBurs. I don't know what you put there, but you could put something there. 
Uh-huh. Oink. <laughs> I'm a pig? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dakota. I work I'm on sorry. the I work, I work on the Kiss and Country morning show and I think I'm pretty cool. Woohoo. Friday I got the big V. The big what? V. Vasectomy. Boo. All right. I got <laughs> booze right. I got in my car. <laughs> slammed the door shut. Dunk. Fired it up. <laughs> he already used his room once. Yeah, you got your limited uh, library here. I spun out of the parking lot because I was late. I got to the doctor's office and sat in the waiting room with a long sigh. They called me into the operating room. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, it was. Asked me to pull down my pants. Uh. <laughs> then the doctor gave me the freezing. I don't know the ways for that. <laughs> I'll give you one. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> he did the job, and I sobbed quietly with my pants at my ankles. <laughs> I think you were there. I left the clinic driving home and letting out a yelp every time I hit a pothole. <laughs> well, Dakota, you were pretty lame, but that actually worked out. <laughs> Good enough to get your tickets anyway. You're going to Shania. Awesome. And I Thank get no you. more kids. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.